Hiya, I'm India, and you're hearing the Nostalgic Disney Channel Podcast. I am India, and welcome back to the Nostalgic Disney Channel podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today so that we can talk all things Monstober. So, now, I gotta warn you guys. You guys have seen the title of this episode. I'm not the biggest Halloween fan. But you know what I am a fan of? Monstober. Monstober is amazing. And it is iconic. For all you Disney Channel kids out there. So today, I'm going to be ranking Halloween decoms. I'm not going to be ranking all of them. I'll be ranking my personal top five. We'll definitely talk more about decoms and more about Halloween decoms as the year comes. But till then, I want to talk to you guys about my top five. So without further ado, let's get right on into it. So coming in at number five is the 2002 decom, The Scream Team. If you guys have not watched Scream Team, which I think a lot of people haven't, you should definitely go check it out. It's so much fun. It was, it was, it's such a unique story and I can't get into a ton about it because one, this is a ranking and two, this is like, it's a very heavy plot movie. So I don't know if I'll ever make an episode entirely about it because it's so plot heavy, but there's so much cool aspects to it. It start, it has these two kids whose grandfather has just passed away and their dad and their grandfather did not have a great relationship. Their mother is dead, which classic Disney movie trope. But anyway, they go and they um, have to clean out their grandfather's house and all this has to happen. But they're, wow, I don't even know what to start on this movie. Oh my goodness. Um, long story short, their goal is to help their grandfather cross over, and throughout this time, they meet these three ghosts called the Scream Team, and it's how they help people cross over. Now, this is very interesting, and it's definitely a different movie, and I think it's a little bit over-complex, but to simplify it, there's this ghost who is, like, stealing all the other ghost souls and trapping them so that he can use them to gain power. I think this is a bit of a plot hole because, like, none of the other ghosts have power. I don't know why he has power. Is it because he was burned at the stake? Once again, that's... Honestly, you guys should definitely go watch this movie. Please go watch it during this time of year because it's so much fun. If you guys aren't, like, big Halloween fans, this... Sorry, the Monstobers get, like... October is going to be a lot, like, my podcast is going to be a lot about Monstober, so, forewarned there, but Scream Team is definitely a great movie, it's so unique, and I will say, I think there's some plot holes there, and it's a little plot heavy, I, I don't know how, yeah, I guess, I guess something being plot heavy leads to more plot holes, that's fair, but anyway, they're trying to save their grandfather, and they meet these three ghosts along the way who they're trying to help, and these two kids, and they're dad ends up believing them which i love i love that their dad ends up helping them in the end and because in the mo- a lot of the times in most movies the dad would have just been like no way this is happening and they would have had to save it and then then their dad would have believed them so i definitely think that that was cool but anyway it's a pretty good movie um go watch it i'm not explaining it well but go watch it um one of the favorite lines from this movie is when one of the um ghosts that they meet says why everyone has to die on a thursday is beyond me <laughs> i don't 
don't know. It just made me laugh. So, yeah. Um, a plot hole that I have, it's a big one that I want to mention briefly, is that apparently the people who die are supposed to cross over, like, right away. Well, there are some people in the crossover area who clearly died years ago. Like, they're dressed in the old-timey clothing. I'm like, why haven't they crossed over yet? <laughs> I guess it was just to make the ghost in center look a little bit more ghostly. I don't know. Probably something like that. I don't know. That'd be my guess. But, um, anyway, let's get on to number four. Now, number four is Return to Halloween Town. 2006 film that I know a lot of you guys do not like. <laughs> now, I know I, if you guys have not heard me talk, you guys have not listened to my Return to Halloween Town podcast, and you may not realize that I really do love this movie, and I explain why there. But long story short, I don't love the way they went about doing it, but the plot of this movie is honestly really good. And I think that they honestly I think they shouldn't it shouldn't be a Halloween Town movie I think there's so many ways they could have went about it and almost made it like it wasn't about Marnie and her family but it was in the Halloween Town realm I think that would have worked just fine <laughs> I have my own thoughts Disney Channel contact me but um I have my own thoughts about it but I do think that it is pretty it's honestly a good movie and yes it's plot heavy which I'm just not gonna talk too much about it but it, it's really fun and guys give it a chance if you haven't watched in a while never watched it give it a chance watch it not as a, don't watch it as the Halloween Town series watch it as a movie and you may like it you know it's not as bad as everyone automatically assumes it to be <laughs> so please watch it but anyway on to number three we have a 2015 film, Invisible Sister. Now, Invisible Sister, starring Paris Burlack and Rowan Blanchard, is honestly an awesome movie. I have family members who love this, who don't really like my decoms, but enjoy watching this movie with me. This girl basically turns her sister invisible with a science project by accident. Wow, it's a lot of information to swallow. And they end up having to fix it before midnight, before her body completely digests the thing that she accidentally drank, and that kind of thing. So, I will say that this movie is a little far-fetched, but then again, it's a decom. Why shouldn't it be? It's it's a, it's a lot of fun. I watch it all the time. It's definitely great to watch around this time of year. Um, I like that they're in New Orleans. I think it makes for, uh, I don't know, I don't know, it just kind of makes for a cool setting, and I don't know if they filmed it in New Orleans or what, but it just makes for a cool thing, like, when she, when her sister has to wear a mask to pretend to be her, she's like, Dorothy didn't wear a mask, and she's like, uh, well, you're from, you're in New Orleans, we're in New Orleans, just say you're Mardi Gras, Dorothy, <laughs> and she's like, Mardi Gras, Dorothy, and everyone goes with it, like, I, I'm kind of shocked that everyone's just chill with it, you know? Like, wow. <laughs> um, anyway, it's cool. And I think it has a lot of cool aspects where it's like the sister's bright shining light and her sister feels invisible because of it. Although I do think it's maybe a little bit of an overused trope. This movie actually got to get into it. And let's be, and like, I just got to point out that the Halloween bash that they have at this movie, in this movie, Wow. What school's got this kind of a budget? Oh my goodness. It's honestly, it's like an awesome party. And I'm like, wow. 
that looks like an awesome place to be. It was like so cool. I'm like, what kind of place has that kind of budget? But hey, it was awesome. Um, I'd also like to just shout out the fact that that movie was pretty good. So check it out. Now, number two might shock you guys. And it kind of shocked me when I placed it there. But the 2000 film, Phantom of the Megaplex. Um, I was reading through my a list of Halloween decoms just to make sure this is like, I had my list and I was like, I saw Phantom of the Megaplex and I was like, you know what? This movie is pretty fun. I know a lot of people don't like it. And I think that that's just because the people who are posting, like the people who are online commenting and saying how much they don't like it are not the people that grew up with it. Am I correct about that? Like the people who grew up with it are not the people who, you know, are commenting online saying how much they don't like it. So, if you guys, like, it's about these kids and they work at this movie theater. I think the filming style is a little interesting. It's kind of before we got decom formula. I definitely think there's kind of a, a decom formula for formula or filming style that this some of the older ones didn't quite have. And so it, this movie is now like 20 years old. So, yeah. But it's still fun and honestly, I thought the plot was really unique. Obviously, it's, you know, Phantom of the Opera type thing, but, like, Phantom of the Movie Theaters or Phantom of the Megaplex, like, yeah. Like, you know, you guys get, you get, right? But, um, it's, I thought it was really unique. I thought there were some points where I was like, why is this happening? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? That kind of came to my mind quite often. But, you know, it was a cool movie. The ending was cool and good. And it's a really fun little movie to watch. It definitely doesn't get too scary at times. Like, you know, like, doesn't get really ever get, like, super scary. So it's cool for a lot. If you want to, like, if you've got a lot of people trying to watch a movie, I think this is a good one to try to have people watch. Because I think it has that cool potential. But, long story short, someone's terrorizing the movie theater and they're gonna ruin this big movie premiere that's happening they're gonna they're like every, everyone's worried they're gonna ruin this big movie premiere that's gonna be happening and so the kids go on this scrounge to attempt to save it and they find long story short they find who it is and you know happy ending all that jazz i'm kind of concerned how little these parents are involved but um I guess since it really happens over, it doesn't really hit, happen over a span of too long, I guess that's okay. I don't know. It bothers me how little the parents are involved. Just a little bit. I'm like, okay. Really? And also, like, the fact that the mom left her two younger kids to watch, like, to, with her oldest child while her oldest child is working to me says so much about like the sibling family dynamic like it's one of those things where the parent expects the oldest child to babysit even while they're working their literal job which i think is like so weird and probably realistic i don't have siblings so i wouldn't know but i i've had people complain to me that like oh, i hate being the older sibling because i have to babysit all the time but in this one the mom is literally okay handing off these siblings for to babysit while they're working their literal job. So, like, once again, parents a little under-involved, but that's to be expected with any decom. Now, I know what you're all thinking. What will number one be? I'm guaranteeing y'all don't know what it is. <laughs> but I'm so excited to talk about the amazing movie. That is Girl vs. Monster. The 2012 amazing writing and masterpiece that is Crawl vs. Monster. If you've not seen this movie, 
now is an amazing time to watch it, you guys. Please, if you can watch it, if you got that ability, go watch it. Please, please, please. <laughs> like, I can't plead with you more enough. Like, I cannot plead with you enough to watch this movie. I'm going to talk about it, obviously, because it's my number one Halloween decom that is just so much fun. But I felt so compelled to name it my number one decom because it's awesome. A number one Halloween decom. Now, I like the writing of this. I, will, um, I think it is so different and unique. And I w I'm excited to talk about, you know the movie as a whole, and I obviously can't say a ton, a ton about it, because, you know, this is just a ranking, this isn't a review of this movie, so what I am going to do is I'm actually going to, next week, you guys are going to get a full review of the Girl vs. Monster movie, so that's what's going to happen. Now, while it is Monstover season, I want to talk a little bit about other Monstover things. So yes, while this episode is mainly me ranking the DCOMs, now that we've done that, I want to talk a little bit more about Monstover. So, let's talk about it. Now, if you guys remember, Monstover episodes were such a cool thing. Honestly, I think Disney Channel went, like, went way bigger for Halloween than they did for Christmas or Thanksgiving or Fourth of July or, like, any other holiday. For some reason, I think Disney Channel just went big for a Monstover. And my guess, this is the reason, uh, my guess they started doing this, was to give kids something to watch for this time of year. You know, because I feel like a lot of times there's so many movies, but they're all, like, either really scary or, like, what have you, or just not interesting for kids. And so I think that's probably why Disney Channel, like, went so big, because they're like, this is our time to get these kids while they can't watch whatever else is being played. And so that is you know, a very cool thing. So I'm, I think that's really awesome that that was able to happen. I like Monstover. Now I have to say, some Monstover episodes were better than others. I need to shout out the amazingness and the such creativeness that is the Ant Farm Monstover episodes. If you guys are not familiar with the show Ant Farm, it's gonna, this isn't going to make a lot of sense, my explanation. Go, go listen to my review on Ant Farm if you want to learn more about it. But their Monstober episodes were incredible. Long story short, this show is about child prodigies going to school in an actual high school with kids who are a lot older than them. And they're kind of the outcasts because they're so much younger. Well, um, in the Monstober episodes, they kind of do a replay of the first episode, but instead of the kids being prodigies, they're monsters or they, they're mutants. So they call it Mutant Farm. And the Mutant Farm kind of deal. And so it's really cool. They make China like Medusa hair and they make Olive be like a mad scientist with a huge brain and they make Fletcher be a zombie and Angus, no, Fletcher's a vampire Angus is a zombie and what's really cool is that in the you know, in this alternate reality the humans are the ones who are scared of the mutants instead of the ants being scared of the high schoolers. And so, like in the first episode of Ant Farm, where the kids go to the high school party, in this one, the humans go to the mutant party, disguised as mutants. And it's, to me, is just so cool. And they do three Halloween episodes, which is cool because they have three seasons. And I think it's funny when shows don't do that. <laughs> And I also would love to give a brief shout out 
well, I know, after I'm done with this little ant farm shout out. But I want to say ant farm decom, ant, ant farm decoms. Wow. Shows you how tired I am, you guys. But, um, I would just like to say that ant farm Halloween episodes are awesome. Even if you don't want to watch ant farm, go ahead and just watch the three mutant farm episodes. Because they're really cool. And they kind of can just be watched all three on their own. Just go and search those up and watch them, you know, one, two, and three. And that would be kind of a cool thing to do. So, yeah. I would also love to shout out the Dog with a Blog Halloween episodes. Because if you guys have not heard my Dog with a Blog review, please go watch that. But I don't want to talk too much about it because I know that I will just go on forever. But the Dog with a Blog Halloween episodes are honestly very heartfelt, weirdly enough. And they just add a lot and I think they give a lot of character development to the dog and, and the humans for Dog with a Blog. Which is weird to think that a Halloween episode gives character development, but I guess that they just did in this specific circumstance. And so, yeah. Now, I will be back next, not next week, but our next episode, which is in the, um, not next Sunday, but the following Sunday at 8am, where I will be doing a whole episode dedicated to Girl vs. Monster. So be sure to tune into that. I hope you guys have an awesome day, week, month, like whatever you are doing, and happy Monstober. I'll see you soon. I hope you enjoy, and I encourage you to follow. Bye.